Welcome back to another episode of Those Damn Sports. Today is the 1st of February. It's around 6.18 p.m. And we're sitting here today with Easton Mascarenas Arnold. Easton, how you doing? I'm doing good, man. Thanks for having me. Of course. This is a great opportunity to always get an athlete on the podcast. Um, and especially someone like you. You're a freshman uh, inside linebacker for the team. You played in all 13 games this season. That's got to be an amazing feeling to not redshirt and just like be a true freshman out there. Can you talk a little bit about what's that? what that was like? Uh, yeah, it was definitely a cool experience. Uh, very different from high school, I would say. There's a lot more... <laughs> Challenges, yeah, it's a lot more challenges. Yeah, but I think that makes it more fun. It's like a new challenge to the game. I thought I was good at something, but then something else happens. But the whole experience was cool, and I'm looking to play a lot more next year. Yeah, of course. And um, obviously, with some key departures for next season, you have Avery Roberts going towards the yeah. draft. Um, a couple other key defensive linemen and linebackers. Do you feel like there's going to be a lot of opportunities for yourself and also your brother mm -hmm. Akili? You think yeah. he's going to be getting a lot of opportunity as well? I think right now on every position on defense it's the competition because like even though Avery's gone there's still a lot of other good backers we got a really good backing room mm -hmm. and so I think there's a big competition level right now you know I think that's only honestly going to make us a lot better too so the windows open for everybody I'm just going to put in work and see what happens man of course yeah of course I gotta ask so um on your bio it says you picked Oregon State because it felt like a perfect place for me and I want to be part of what they have building there just when you think about it, when that transits to this year, because you guys went six and zero at home, yeah. undefeated bowl game. Do you think that translated pretty well, just like like your season and like the team overall, just how that that translated into just um. What was I going with this? I had a question. Went away. <laughs> <Remember that? laughs> okay, let me start. So uh, last year, Oregon State didn't do, didn't do too good. They went five and seven overall, but still, you're pretty confident in the team. So yeah. um, I guess knowing that and coming into this season, what was like your main goals, like objectives? What did you want to get out of this season, your first season? Well, I could see the growth of the team. Even though we did go five and seven, I could see the growth in like the direction we're going, mm -hmm. and I want to be a part of that because I feel like I could influence at least some type of change in terms of like the overall environment of here. So I think that's yeah. why I chose here as well. But the like, what do you ask again? I'm sorry. I kind of just like oh my goals for the your season. Your goals for the season, yeah. My goals were honestly at first I came in with kind of a big head. You know, I was like, <laughs> um, I think everybody does that. Like all top recruits, they come in, oh, we're gonna play, we're gonna do this. But then you get here and it's like whole different ball game. Yeah. Like I said, it's new <laughs> challenges. Like you think you're good, and then it's like, yeah, it's not the same. But <laughs> after like getting humbled a lot, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think my goals were just to get better, and because there's a lot of things in my game, especially at inside backer spot, was just yeah. to, you know, I like, fixed all my fundamental works, my technique. My coach, my coach Bray, that's another big reason I came here. Mm -hmm. He has high expectations of me, so for me to practice everything and his expectations, it kind of keeps me motivated to keep working. And now it's just, I think the goals last thing were just to get, you know, fit into the program, but mm -hmm. the next one would just be to elevate my game now. That's okay. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, yeah, I mean, your first season is a tough schedule nonetheless. Guys start, you know, Purdue, then Hawaii. Just yeah. Overall, just the whole season itself, starting in Purdue, what was that atmosphere like? Because it's like Dude. first season back after COVID, Great. fans are back. It's a big you know, it, stadium. It's, it's an away game, yeah. but still, just what was the overall atmosphere like? I mean, obviously, it didn't compare to high school. But, no, no. But still, no. <laughs> what, was that, what was that atmosphere like, man? Dude, that, 
first of all, since it's a different conference, their fans are crazy. So like, it's like <laughs> they're way crazier than Pac-12 because of the rules, technically. Yeah. But the atmosphere there was crazy. They, when they would score, I didn't like them scoring, but yeah. when they would oh, score, yeah. the lights would flicker. Oh, wow. It, it was Does insane. the Pac-12 not allow? I mean, you said uh, something about the rules with the Pac-12. Is there something that they don't allow when it comes to fans? I think, it, or? I think it's like you can't have your student section behind the fans oh. Or, oh, or behind their team. Oh, so like, okay. but there, our team was right behind. Yeah. Their fans were right behind us. They were cussing at us. It was crazy. Oh, really? <laughs> it was crazy, <laughs> but it was cool. It's like the name of the game. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. That was cool though. The atmosphere was, it was crazy, man. Okay, um, I got kind of something. I feel like we jumped so far ahead into this season. I want to, <laughs> I want to learn kind of. You're from uh, Mission Viejo. Did I say that right? Yeah, Mission Viejo. What was that? What was the high school, the high school experience playing there like? And also, what was the influence for you to start playing football growing up and finding it? Uh, I have a passion for this. I'm good at this. Um, was there an outside influence? Was it mm. a family, uh, family kind of? Yeah. Not pressure, but you know how families yeah, kind of push it, push <laughs> yeah, stuff yeah. on you. But we yeah. have. Uh, my family's a, a sports family, so sports have always been around. My mom's a softball player, and then my uncle actually played football at UCLA, and he's kind of the reason why I play football. Okay. So he's kind of my motivation. I think that's why I started, and then I started to realize the I could take football somewhere for my family, so I think that's why I'm still playing. And honestly, I just I have fun playing, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's why I started when I was a kid. I just had a lot of fun, and so it kind of stuck with me, and now it's just like... It's like my job and like my passion too. So, you know, I think that's why I started playing. And then, yeah, I think that's that's really the reason I started playing the game. And then Mission Viejo, that I talked to a lot of people because a lot of people from SoCal on the team as well. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I tell them like I'm really glad I came from the place I did because Mission Viejo. I, I text my old coach all the time too. Like our workouts, our season two, and like teams we played, it really prepared us a lot for college. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of what we're doing now, like the speed work, the lifting, it's all like deja vu kinda, you know, mm-hmm. I've done it in, in high school. So I think that Mission Viejo, it really did prepare me a lot for college. And I'm very thankful I went there too. Yeah, sure. of course. Yeah. And uh, obviously in high school, you had a lot of success. You were ranked. Uh, what was the uh, recruiting process like for someone touted with your level of skill? Uh, it wasn't too crazy, I think. COVID kind of sent me, not backwards, but my recruiting got kind of like halted. Yeah, yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, but I'm. It's you can't really be mad at that. It was yeah. everything happens for a reason. And I'm glad Oregon State came here. But when COVID hit, my recruiting it didn't really stop. But a lot, some schools stopped talking to me, and it was just the schools that had offered me that were really talking to me. It was just it turned into phone calls, zooms, all those kind of things. It, yeah. was, it was kind of it was a lot of my play at the time, but. One thing about Oregon State is they stayed consistent and persistent with me. I think that's why I came here too. So yeah, that's pretty. How cool. much of that was Coach Smith, or were there other coaches that were super involved with the recruiting process that played a big part in landing you, and along with a lot of other people from your class? No, I think uh, everything. Everyone on our team could say our environment here is kind of like family. Mm-hmm. So even though they couldn't really come see me, Coach Smith, my linebacker coach, Coach Bray, the old. Running back coach Petrie, he was mm-hmm. always blowing my phone up. That's my guy. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, it was kind of like a family environment before cool. I even came here. So yeah, that's really awesome. Cool. I'm curious, what was <laughs> obviously we like we're jumping all over the place, but that's that's yeah, nature, that's nature of the spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I gotta ask, what was your first college football practice like? 
I'm just it's yeah. it's gotta be like you get you probably were like this is this is it this is the next four years <laughs> there's gotta be like yeah. what was that like and with this question was there like a welcome to college moment where you're like <laughs> yeah. oh man this is different honestly I feel like the whole season was a welcome to college moment <laughs> so like it's just it's just different like first practice like I said you think you're good <laughs> yeah you think you're and good. then he's like do this drill and they don't really. What you don't know is they don't really teach you before you do it. Mm-hmm. They kind of throw you in there, see what yeah, you do. Yeah. You know you're going to mess up, and then you just <laughs> have to take it. So it's like I go in the drill, I'm like not really knowing what I'm doing. And then I mess up, and my coach is screaming at me. I'm like, dude, you ain't done what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but then, then so I'm like, all right, I guess like I just got to learn on the fly. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, it was a good experience. Like I said, it humbled me a lot. Speaking speaking on that, uh, what, did, what did defensive meetings kind of look like for you guys? You know, more position. You, you can touch on, you know, more of like as a group, as a yeah. unit, or more positional, you know, meetings. What did those kind of look like for you? Well, in fall camp before season, we had to – that's like the, the camp before – season so we got to prepare a lot so we're in meetings like excuse me we're in meetings like constantly all day so we got meetings in the morning team meeting before practice actually pause that (laughs) position meeting before (laughs) team meeting back to team position meeting then we got practice and then we got you know a little two-hour break and then we got more meetings at the end another walkthrough it's constant meetings all day but like that's really what you have to do to yeah. That's another challenge I've realized too is like how can I understand the game to a different level? Cuz in high school it's more so like you need the plays aren't exactly the the hardest part of it. And if you know your plays, honestly you can make big plays, but here it's like not only do you need to know your plays and know them well, but you have to know how the offense works, mm-hmm. what their game plan is, their scheme against you and things like that. So it's it's a lot harder like that, like I said. So meeting time is very vital for us, and we do a lot of meetings. <laughs> so without crazy. giving too much information, is it like a playbook you guys study? Like is it like a legit book? Or what are the plays like? You said uh, study plays. How does that look? We have sh- like sheets for plays, okay. mm-hmm. but a lot of it too is just like – you got to just, you know what I mean? Like, you got to just know it. In meetings, too, we go over drop plays. Okay. And at this point, too, since I've somewhat got the defense down, it's more so now just, like, looking at an offense and then applying that to our defense. Okay. So it's something like that. So the playbook is – there is a little bit of a playbook. No, I'm trying to spill the tea right Was there um, a teammate who was a good mentor for you throughout this whole season or someone who just always gave you support to push you further? That is a great question. <laughs> To be honest, the whole team is, like, super friendly, Yeah, which I didn't expect. I thought I would come in here and they'd be, like, you know, like the big dog to the freshman guy. But our team yeah. is, like, very family-like, which is cool. But I think the whole inside back room, like Avery and Omar and the other backers are still here, Kyrie, since they're kind of, like, vets now, they, mm-hmm. they definitely helped me out. Like, if I had a question. Oh, even Jack Coletto, too. They, they would all, <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of good guys. Like, they, <laughs> they, would, they would always help me out if I, needed, if I needed help, which I did. So I asked them a lot of questions. And they were always kind of like my mentors, you know what I mean? Avery now going for the draft or, mm-hmm. yeah. or the combine. So that's kind of a cool person to look up to right now. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Cool. And that's amazing for him, too, just yeah. besides the point to send any Oregon State Beaver yeah. further into the draft process. Um, (laughs) (laughs) so let's talk about uh, yeah let's talk about the first game of the season it was against Idaho you posted your first career tackle can you uh, speak to what that feeling was like to get into the game and finally record a stat dude that was crazy man like (laughs) I think coach Bray talked to me on Tuesday, and he was like, I'm trying to get you in this game. Like, second half, you might play the whole thing. I was like, whoa, whoa, like, you're <laughs> crazy, bro. But, yeah, it was, it was like, 
the whole time, the whole first half, I was anticipating it. I was waiting for him to come be like, Easton, you're next. And I was like, oh, God, just dreading it, nervous, my stomach turning, bro. But but it was so crazy. It was like when you go in the game, it feels natural again. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to get the the little jitters out because I hadn't played in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But getting in the game was like a dream come true. Yeah, I mean that's cool, man. What is yeah. a what does a typical game day look like for you? I know we asked Josh Green this uh, yeah. last time. Yeah. What does like a game day look for you? Do you have like a, like a ritual you do? Do you like only Say. wear like two different color socks? Like what what, <laughs> what what goes in your game day routine? Yeah. per se. Well, usually we're at the hotel, so I wake up, try to lock in a little bit. We got breakfast. Usually got my headphones in, just chilling, and then from that point on, I might watch extra film, stretch a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then when we get to the facility, it's just warm up and things of that nature. So like. You know, it's nothing crazy. Yeah. No, like, I do have to listen to specializing to Drake headlines for every game. <laughs> have to do that. That's every a little ritual play. I every got. Single time. Every I was game. listening to that on the walk here. That's yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not even lying. That's, like, yeah. such really? that's a ritual that's I have to listen to. Yeah. Great. I can't blame you. It gets yeah. you for a podcast and for a football game. And for so a football there you go. Game. Dual purposes. Dual purposes. Nothing crazy. Just get the mind right, really, is all it is. Yeah, yeah. I bet, because, like, and a lot of players like they're like they're like oh I have to like like eat this amount of food or I have to like wear <laughs> this specific song. But you're just like I just listen to music and just just get in the zone, get in the groove. Yeah, it's all the vibes. Yeah, it's, it's all, all the vibes, vibes yeah. man. All and, the vibes. And then I gotta ask, how was it like for your first year? Obviously, you played at Purdue, which is a big like home stadium, and then Hawaii, yeah. Idaho. Obviously, big games, but mm-hmm. that was before school started. But that Washington game when like people are back, like school was back in oh, session, yeah. and that was like crazy packed. game too. How yeah. was just how was that atmosphere? Like, did you ever like did you like was there a moment like you looked at the crowd, you were like, this is this is Beaver Nation, yeah. like, this is cool. Yeah, it was. I didn't know the fans were. Well, actually, I hadn't seen the fans here because of COVID. But mm-hmm. coming out of the tunnel, like for you know, you come out of the tunnel pregame, like hearing them roar and stuff, seeing them oh, run through the man. smoke and stuff. Yeah, it's crazy. Definitely, it's bigger than high. It's like high school is cool, but. When you look at the stadium now and you're just like, all these people are cheering for you and like, you know what I mean? Like they really invest time into you. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That's got to Yeah. Ooh, I, I, I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it. Just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Out, me, of, me out, too. Of, <laughs> out of like the three times fans stormed the field, I feel like that Washington game was that definitely. Why, yeah, like, especially the way it ended too. Yeah. Yeah. Either that or Stanford, you know, getting the six wins and being bowl eligible. That was yeah. really big too. But was Washington, was, Washington was dope. And it was a great game too, yeah. Yeah. Um... This is super off topic. I think it'd be, <laughs> I think it'd be a pretty hey, fun dude, question, it, though. Shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. Um, like, you go to a different city to play a game. Is there, like, well, I guess let's keep it in the Pac-12 because mm-hmm. it's kind of consistent. <laughs> well, for this season, it's only your first season. Yeah. Is there, was there a spot? <laughs> I can't even get to my question. I'm just stumbling along. <laughs> but the fun question I thought about was, like, is there, like, uh, a city you like to go to for a good post-game meal? Or is there, like, a spot you hit post-game that was just, like, great food? in another mm. city little do you know post game is very short like oh, post game really? we they bring food to us so like really? we wow. come in the locker room post game and there's like to go food in our locker oh like, wow. we don't have time to do nothing we get straight on the bus straight to the airport on the plane and come back here oh, yeah oh which well, is crazy your question yeah, well, yeah, it does. I thought, I thought <laughs> yeah maybe that'd be a little more fun time i mean like at the hotel they feed us but sometimes like we may doordash mm-hmm. but usually if we doordash just like <laughs> Chick-fil-A or something, something we haven't had in a long yeah. time. So it's nothing like, we don't really have time to go out, unfortunately. But yeah, it's we're like in and out right after the game, man. And speaking of away, like being away, was there one area, like one team or one stadium <laughs> that was like really hard to play in just because it was so loud or just like, mm. like, and it, like obviously like, I mean, obviously here playing in a research stadium, it's loud and mm. they couldn't barely the snaps. Was there a part where like, you were like, this is so loud, like I can't even hear. <laughs> 
that you can like recall? I think Washington State got pretty loud. Pretty loud? Yeah. yeah. On our the last drive of the game, they were getting pretty loud. It was hard for I couldn't really hear anything on the sideline. So, so how do you how do you combat that? How do you how, how do you combat like just like when it's so loud and like you see the deep the, the offense changing a play, so you have to change up a play. How do you like communicate that? How do you like how does that work? Or is it just like luck? Dude, it's hard, man. Like yeah. <laughs> not because like, communication on defense is key too. Yeah, of course. So it's like trying to verbally communicate. Most of the time too, it's like you just got to look at them. Like, you literally got to be like, this is the play. Like, they may not hear you, but they should be like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like a connection between defense. Like, mm-hmm. I guess that just comes in practice. Like, you got to just know it, know it, know it. So mm-hmm. when the time comes, you may not hear the play, but, like, you just got to know, like, if you see it happen, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's, like, okay. it's hard to explain. It's like, I think I got that right. Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Do you guys get practice, like, you know, in practice, like, calling, you know, being the mic, getting the call yeah. of defensive plays and sort of, like, getting everybody set during that? Do you all get, oh, yeah. like, experience of that being in the inside backer spot? Like, yeah. just kind of you know kind of elaborating off of Andres's question here yeah in practice we not everybody gets reps but you know like the reps are limited because we got to yeah. really truly yeah. prepare the guys that are going to go in yeah, so but I do get I get a certain a good amount of reps in practice and I do get to it's a cool experience like you know like the play con getting the play call from the sideline everybody communicating you know like just as much as I have to set the my main job as the mic and backers to set the D line. Yeah. So, because the DBs they have their own language, like they yeah. speak, they be saying some other stuff. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know, they still gotta get the play sometimes. Like as the mic, it's our job to get the play to everybody and get the D line set. And then you know, it's cool to see like the DBs giving their communication and then us giving our thing. You know what I mean? So it's like it's cool getting those reps in there. And then speaking of uh, reps, like film in general, just how do you, I guess. How much time do you spend just like looking at like like tendencies that like the offense has? So I know like for example like there's like some running backs like they'll like flinch a little bit when mm-hmm. they're gonna run or like the quarterback he'll like tap on his helmet before a certain yeah. play. <laughs> so do you just like study those tendencies? Do you just like like pick them up or like yeah. one of the coaches like oh like the quarterback when he does this it's gonna be this? Yeah, our coaches our coaches are on that too. So mm-hmm. like they give us a lot of we call them like nuggets something like that. Mm-hmm. They give us a little packet of things like that. But honestly like it's, it's a little challenging now because yeah. people are. Smarter players, yeah. So it's yeah. Really, that's one another challenge too. Like you got to really, really dial in. Like it's the slightest thing too. Like exactly. you really got to see it. You really got to be looking. But I try to look for things like that. But last year, still getting the playbook down, <laughs> looking, yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think this year it'll be it'll be a lot easier for me to focus on things like that with the playbook in my yeah. head now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's difficult for that. Man. <laughs> Can you describe what it might feel like to be in the defensive zone as an inside linebacker? Like, are there moments in a game where you feel like you know everything that's happening and you're just <laughs> locked in? Obviously, you wouldn't know everything yeah. that's yeah, happening, yeah. but, <laughs> but you're, you're locked in to the point where you feel like you have you have your head on your shoulders and you're not going to let anyone get past you. Yeah, I think that's how everybody feels. It's like, you know, I don't think anyone goes out there and thinks that something's going to happen. In terms of my perspective, and I can speak for other inside backers, like we truly believe that we're like at least one of the top linebacker groups in the, in the country. I mm-hmm. think so. You know, like going into a game, I think we always have the mentality that like no one's really gonna do nothing crazy on us, things like that. And our defense c- together as well, like we're a very good, strong, and like bonded collective group. So like I think we're all even now in the off season. I think we're still in that zone. Like you know, like last season we went good, but it's not still where we want to be yet. Yeah. So I think we're all in that zone right now still, which is good. You know, I think we're on the right path. What do you want from next season? <sighs> Shoot, a Rose Bowl to be honest with you, man. Ooh. Rose Bowl oh, would be cool. Yeah. yeah. I think we're very capable of doing it. Which I is good. Yeah. yeah. I agree yeah. with you on that. Yeah. Um, what's it like 
been uh, being able to play with your brother and also just having Akili in the locker room and uh, just kind of around your whole college experience? It feels like high school, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I got to play with him my sophomore year and his senior year, and it kind of feels the same like that. And because of all this COVID stuff and things like that, we're technically in the same grade still. So, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I still got him maybe for hopefully not for four years. Hopefully <laughs> balls out and goes. But having him here has helped me a lot. You know, like whenever I was down or something, maybe football wasn't going my way. I could always go to him and just talk about it. And he would always tell me too, like, like you're gonna, you're really gonna get tested mentally when things don't go your way. And, and then I think that really helped me out too, because whenever that would happen, I would just re- remember him telling me that. And then I could also go to him and things like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which is cool to have. Sure. So literally an older brother on the team. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you really got him watching you too. Which can be like a positive and a yeah, because he wants the best for me too. So he's always pushing me. Yeah, which is fun. I, I, always, I asked Josh this uh, last week too. If you weren't an inside linebacker, what position would you be? Running back for sure. Running back? I grew up playing running back and linebacker. So I actually stopped playing okay. like my freshman year. Okay, so hypothetically speaking, if <laughs> Deshaun Fenwick went down or like uh, Trey Lowe went down, you need like a, a quick dude, quick screen. Maybe dude. replace Coletto. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Coletto's out. No disrespect to the hammer, man. That's my guy. <laughs> That's my guy. No, but they listen. <laughs> they needed me to get that. I'm there. Just let them know. I was. I'm not gonna speak 31, more on that. 30, I'm not gonna speak 30, more on that. Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Just know it won't be fourth down. Yeah, I'm always ready. Just know I'm always. It won't be a fourth. Just know I'm always ready. I've had that thought in the back of my mind quite some time now. That's awesome. Always, always ready. ready. Yeah, I, I gotta ask. Like, Jack Leto, what is that like? Just the Swiss. He's a Swiss Army knife. Doesn't have to play yeah. any position. What is yeah. that like? Just like, just. I don't even know how, how did you and also just personality yeah, in the locker how room. Is I mean, he, seem, he seems like he's a goofball. Yeah, the, like, yes. <laughs> I can't. I can't yeah. lie. Yes, he's like the most outgoing, like not shy person you could ever meet. <laughs> Makes like jokes all the time. You know what I mean? Like he's a cool guy. And the Swiss Army knife thing, like that's actually like a very like the fact that you can just go from linebacker to fullback. To running back, yeah. back to linebackers, he's crazy. A to me. Quarterback, so. you know, I mean, yeah. and he's a quarterback too, so he yeah. can throw. He can throw like the man's versatile. He's got everything you need in a player too. Good mentality. He's a nice guy too off the field. Very cool guy. He's there for all his players and inside backers and stuff like that. That's cool. But yeah, like I said, he's very goofy too. Though. <laughs> all goofy though. You know what I mean? So nothing crazy. I think like that's good though. You can't be serious all the time. You can't. No, yeah, no, yeah, 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 you can no. have someone on the, on the field. You should see us on the field. We get yeah. and in not practice, always serious. Not always. <laughs> in practice, when that's you guys fine, are all yeah. split up into like uh, different skill groups and everything, does Coletto bounce around to offense, defense still, or, or is yeah. he kind of just sticking with one place in practice? Yeah, we'll be like in the middle of like a walkthrough, and then the coach from offense is like, "Hello, get over here." <laughs> Bray's like, like they start arguing, so it's hilarious. And I'm like, I'm yeah, not going yeah, with them yet. yeah, exactly. Like he's got to go from from one spot to the other, which is cool. Do you get to interact with the offense a lot outside of practices and stuff, or do you feel like your defensive your defensive mm-hmm. group are kind of the friends you like to hang out with outside of uh, practice and everything? We're all kind of close, but I've actually thought about that before, like. It's different now than high school because, like, offense and defense are, like, really separate. Mm-hmm. And we really only collide in practice when we go, like, head-to-head in offense-defense drills. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're all cool outside, and we still hang out a lot. But I think during the season, in terms of, like, hanging out, because all we're doing is really football, but, like, hanging out, like, I can see how offense hangs offense and defense with defense. Yeah. Like, I started to notice that. But it doesn't take away from how close we really are. It's just different, too, because, like... Like I said, we're like clashing every day. Yeah. So like, say you 
get in a fight at practice, and mm-hmm. then you know what I mean. Like it's you're not gonna fight with your, def- your, not your defense, not. so it's like, yeah, yeah, things like that. That makes sense. Yeah. Now, I was gonna ask too. So we talked about the Rose Bowl a little bit, and then so speaking of that, speaking of just bowl games in general, that what could would, be a playoff. It could be a playoff year. game next yeah. year. Yeah, in the top four, that'd be sick. That would but, be insane. <laughs> what <laughs> what oh, was yeah. that like? So you know, like coming here, Oregon State they hadn't made a bowl since like 2013. <laughs> yeah, winning seasons have been something that Oregon State fans have known for a while. And then all of a sudden, you guys just like turn on a switch, six and zero at home. What was that Stanford game like? That you guys know, like when this was going bowling, yeah, and then man. you win that game, and what was. What was that like? Just knowing that you're eligible for the first time in a while. Oh, uh, it was it was awesome, man. Like seeing, I think one thing that made it the best was seeing how happy Coach Smith was. <laughs> so I think that was like his plan all along. Was yeah. like he's finally seeing the turnaround. So like seeing Coach Smith happy and just knowing we're bull eligible, and it felt really good for our seniors too. Yeah, to know that they were gonna get an extra game. You know, not just the the twelve that are promised. So that was really cool. Like me being a freshman, I don't think it hit me as hard as some of the older guys. It was just a cool experience. You know yeah. what I mean? But it was it was still pretty awesome to see all the older guys and the coaches, like their their hard work paying off in the end. And then what? Well, well, go I was gonna just gonna say I'm sorry. <laughs> I was speaking towards those older guys that were super sentimental towards the win. I mean, I've always thought about Jaden Grant. He's a walk on in state from yeah. Westland High School here. I've always thought, mm. like, gosh, that's got to be the coolest feeling <laughs> yeah, to put yeah, five, yeah. like five years in with the same school and like finally get this moment. I mean, yeah. uh, with moments like him and other of those older and more of those older players, uh, can you give any examples as to how they were feeling about the whole event too? Yeah, uh, like going to a game yeah because like they were a lot of our players are older guys that are still here and had left there are a lot of like our team is full of, like underdogs i could say mm-hmm. like jenny grant for example he, he's definitely an underdog like he really started from the bottom and then he really worked his way up i think and then like like i said it, it, for him to, to know that his hard work paid off I think that made him really happy, but he's coming back again. So yeah, he is. yeah, yeah. You know, he's not. Done, he don't think he's satisfied yet. So <laughs> that's cool too. And I think now that he knows what it feels like, I think that's he won't accept won't anything. Like, yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Speaking of that Stanford game, uh, Coach Tevisar, that was his first uh, game as defensive coordinator. Sort of, what was that transition uh, like uh, from Te- from um, you know from Tevisar to Bray? Sort of, yeah. you know, sort of that whole thing. What was that transition like? You know, having you know your position coach being now the defensive coordinator. And now he gets to have a full yeah. year under his belt next year. So <laughs> sort of what was that uh, sort of like, if you can speak on that a little bit? I mean, it probably not would have affected you as much, mm-hmm. you know, with the coaching change a little bit. But if you if you want to speak on that a little yeah. bit, you can. It was cool. Um, coach Tiz was a great coach. I really liked him. He, he was definitely a player's coach. He's really nice to his players and things like that. But the switch to Bray, I think, in terms of my opinion, like I had Bray in my room, and he still is my coach. So yeah. I knew his coaching style and the intensity brought. So I think that that's kind of what triggered right instantly was the intensity and the energy of practice was switched. Mm-hmm. And like the the demand of what we did and the demand of work we put in is what changed the most. Okay. So I can see that was the difference from Bray. And then... Just slight tweaks in in our in our defense, you know, like things like that. Like, because he is a he's a aggressive coach, so he likes <laughs> you know he likes to bring the pressure and things like that. Which, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a very aggressive coach. So there's just a couple of switches, but I think now this next year he's gonna kind of have really his em- yeah, fingerprints like, on it. Yeah, like yeah. embrace the role of being a D coordinator and, and change what he wants to change. Yeah, I can no. see a drastic change. In, yeah, speaking in speaking of that intensity, it was like I can I can kind of attest on that a little bit. Like I remember. Going to the press conference as soon as it, he was announced, you know, the, yeah. the you know interim defensive coordinator, and afterwards I walked away from it. and I was like, 
I want to I want to <laughs> run through a wall for this guy. Like he's 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 that guy. Yeah. Like and so yeah, no, it was glad to you know glad glad to you know hear about that and glad yeah. it was like I kind of like noticed it too a little bit yeah. as well. Like he brought sort of his own personality as Coach Smith uh, was alluding to you know yeah into practice and all that. So yeah 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 it was cool and he 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 was working really hard too. Like you could see it. I think he's been wanting that job for a long time because he's putting a lot of years as a coach. But yeah, when he got the job, like he came in, he had on like freaking cherry socks. Like that. <laughs> I mean, I was clowning him. I was like, "You must be super happy." He was like, "Don't worry about me." And I, you know, I mean, it's cool. But yeah. he definitely deserves it. Yeah, his sure. father. His father was a former defensive coordinator for Oregon State. Yeah, that only yeah. makes sense. Yeah, so it's round circle. It only cool. makes sense. <laughs> I was gonna ask. So back to the Stanford game. We're going one big full yeah. circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so ball eligible. Cool. Now, what was the reaction like? Obviously, like you finished the season, like you finished the game at Arizona State, then at Oregon. What was the reaction like, as for you and for most of the team, when you find out that you're going to be playing in that LA Bowl, the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl in SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles, which isn't that far from Mission Viejo? Yeah. What was that? What was your reaction like? The team reaction? Just overall, what was like? What was the locker room atmosphere like when that announcement hit? It was it was it was super cool. A lot of us are from LA, yeah, or the LA area, so a lot of us decided to go home and play and to play in SoFi Stadium where the Super Bowl is going to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah. was also crazy. Like, definitely like a once in a lifetime op- er, experience, man. But yeah, it, it was cool. The whole atmosphere of the of the team changed. You know, like I said, we're a very close team too. So, like we all felt felt for each other for that and mm-hmm. just being super excited to make it and things like that. You know what I mean? Before it was announced, uh, was the LA Bowl your preferred destination to go to? Absolutely. Did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Was that because of all the factors within it? Like you said, SoFi yeah. Stadium and just yeah. LA. A lot of the team members are from yeah, LA so, and Southern yeah. California. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was close to home. Didn't want to go to. I don't even know what was it. The Sun Bowl, El Paso, Texas. I've been there. Florida, somewhere. I don't, yeah, I don't blame you, man. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't go there. Yeah, you don't, don't want to play in Allegiant Stadium in Vegas? <laughs> I mean, is that the one that looks like the Death Star? Yeah, yeah. 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 Death it's Star. Cool stadium. It's a but, room, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. but SoFi has that. So far. To it. Oh, yeah. So far. Can you speak to what that was like just playing in SoFi? I mean, it's a huge stadium. Brand Crazy. new. Yeah. Six billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it was insane. Like... <laughs> That was the first time I ever been to an NFL stadium too, mm-hmm. and like to play, and it was crazy. Like the whole atmosphere, even though it wasn't completely full, yeah, it yeah. was still like speakers were so loud. Like you know, what I mean, like you couldn't even hear nothing. And then to like look at the jumbotron, the see the whole fans, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's crazy. Like yeah, <laughs> you yourself like oh my gosh, insane man. So was like, how was the actual like? I know we asked Josh this last week too. How was like? So you guys went to the Jimmy Kimmel show. You guys went to Universal Studios. How was that like? Just like with your with your team, just like how was that like? It's gotta be like yeah. cool, like memory making for sure. Yeah, definitely. It was it was like kind of like team bonding in a sense, you know. <laughs> but it was cool. Like we just you know we had fun. We just walked around, went on a couple rides, things like that. And Jimmy Kimmel was cool. That's always like a once in a lifetime experience to go to, things like that. But yeah, it was definitely fun to to be with my brothers and. Do little fun activities too, yeah. and then at the hotel too, we had a little lounge area. Okay, just hanging out. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, it was just cool. It was like a little, not vacation, but it was a little like a business trip. Yeah, a little, 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 yeah, business yeah, trip. Yeah, business trip. Business trip. Kinda. Yeah, business a little trip. business trip with, yeah. with your friends. It was cool. Yeah, oh, totally. super fun. Um, I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna ask, ask too. So you guys had like those jerseys, a little with the with the patch on them. Yes, sir. Do you get to keep those jerseys? 
Yeah, we actually got to keep him. Oh, okay, that's, nah, yeah. that's pretty sick. Nice. I, was, I was thinking, I was like, they can't put Yuzos in every game going yeah. forward. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. While we're on the topic of jerseys, let's uh, those throwback jerseys you guys wore this season. <laughs> Chris. Fresh. Fan favorite. Also, fresh. I got to feel like you all love to wear them. Yeah, like definitely our favorite jerseys. You want those to sure. be the... The regular jerseys all season. Is there a chance you think? Or no, they actually they gave us those jerseys too. I don't oh, think what? I don't think yeah. What? I don't oh. think Smith wants to like wear them again. You know what I mean? What? Yeah, what? Oh, Sorry man. if that was a little teaser or something. But no, 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 I was like, the promos were look amazing, but seeing them like yeah. with the eye, I was like, oh my gosh, these are these are way better. Yeah, they were they were dope, <laughs> man. So uh, dope. Yeah, I was like, dang, yeah. I can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah, like those are so nice. <laughs> those are so nice. And I know like everyone like lost their minds in the press box. They're like, what in the world? It was, yeah. like, it was, like the black and like orange, like the yeah. white. Oh, so yeah. the nice like BCS logo too on the back of the helmet. Yes. Nice little touch. There. Nice little touch. Love it. <laughs> Plus, that game, that game was perfect because it was just so cold. So it was just like, yes, yeah, freezing. <laughs> you know, was that again? Worth it. Arizona State. Uh, ASU, that was ASU, yeah. yeah. The uniforms were just as cold as the weather. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, boom. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Put that on a t-shirt. Yeah. Um, but I got a question, it, kind of about. Uh, and I don't know if you're involved with them at all, but just like NIL deals that go around with like colleges now and players are able to make money off their name, image, name, image and likeliness. Obviously, Jaden Grant, he makes his own T-shirts and mm -hmm. stuff. Are there more players on the team that take advantage of that? Or have you tried to get involved with any companies or what's, that, or what's that like? I haven't yet. I feel like I need to make more of a name for myself before mm -hmm. I do something like that. So I think I'll negotiate business deals after this season or maybe yeah. during something like that you know I haven't done enough yet to to really solidify myself so I think I'll wait on that and just focus more on football in the game mm -hmm. but I'm not sure anybody else on the team I know Jaden's doing that thing which is pretty cool with the shirts yeah, yeah. there's some cool shirts too yeah I have one yeah, yeah you got one yeah, yeah. also you know, you know there's this cool company called Orange Vina Network that kid that was a dumb joke. I'm sorry. That was, like, <laughs> <laughs> that, was a that was a really bad joke. I was like, I thought it was. I thought that was, it was a like, sh shameless plug. Was, right? No, I was like, shameless plug. I was shameless like, plug. Like, plug. Me, like, <laughs> like who is it? Yeah, no, I I, I noticed. Um, um, you know, the well across all of athletics, you guys have mm -hmm. open doors accounts that yeah. athletics gave to you guys for free that you could opt into to yeah. negotiate those deals. So, what was that kind of like? You know, having you know athletics give you the support to negotiate those deals per se I know it's like they're not helping you directly with yeah. it but they have you know sort of a proxy you know agent to help you guys kind of yeah. negotiate contracts and that sort of thing so what is that sort of like just to have that resource there it's cool it's kind of like a little agent it's, you know like it's a little, little watch over because there's a lot of rules that go into NIL that mm -hmm. yeah. not many people know like you can't you can't do a lot of things you would think. It's not that easy. You yeah. know what I mean? You can't just really get free money like that, mm -hmm. especially because you're not, because it's new. So it's not, you know what I mean? They got to put a lot of regulations on it. But to have like a little, someone, someone to teach you, because a lot of us are not very, I can speak for myself. I'm not very educated on the whole thing yet, just because I haven't really put myself into it. But like, I know that I have the resource there to help me with it, which is cool, because I don't know if I could do it alone at this point. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, it's cool to have the Open Doors app and things like that. For sure. Um, I think it'd be awesome just to learn a little bit more about what you like to do outside of football. Obviously, football takes <laughs> yeah. a, a huge amount of your time. You have yeah. practices and meetings throughout 
the whole week but when you have the time to the time to yourself what do you enjoy to do shoot (laughs) (laughs) i don't know like yeah (laughs) Yeah. at this point in my life man like since football has kind of encompassed my whole life like free time is just homework or sometimes you just want to lay there like yeah just lay down take a nap things like that but when i do have the energy i've made a couple close friends in the dorms so i like to just you know they keep me they keep me happy and a little, little joyful things like that for sure yeah this bozo behind, <laughs> behind us yeah, <laughs> yeah this guy right here but yeah, that I made, guy, yeah. yeah i made a couple friends and you know they, they really keep my spirits up when football's you know Kick my butt, things like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, I just like to yeah. spend, spend some time with them. Maybe hop on the game. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe hop on the game. What games you like to play? Call of Duty, man. <laughs> Warzone all day. Yeah, all day. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of friends in the dorms, what's your opinion on this guy named Grant Hurd? I've heard, I've heard, he's, <laughs> I've heard he's a headache. Uh, hey, I'm, it's my guy. I've I've heard heard we, uh, we careful what you say. My <laughs> <laughs> boy Grant. I actually just met Grant like. Two weeks ago, I think, or a month ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but he took a little couple photos for us. He's a great photographer. I did see that. Yeah. Shout he, out he Grant is a great. He's a Shout great Shout out that boy Grant. <laughs> Wherever this goes. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy, We're though. We're just with your Grant. We're just messing with you. It's all love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we, we shouted you out in the last episode, yeah. Yeah, I, was, I listened to it. Thank you for that. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> no problem. Shout out, but <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Uh, I got no more questions. I'm not about you guys. Do you got any more, Ryan? Uh, the only question I really didn't, you know, is more of positional stuff. I mean, like, how do you, you know, sort of, pl- and you can definitely attest to this. How do you play the run versus the pass? Like, you know, gap integrity and all that stuff with the run. Like, I mean, I'm kind of curious about this. Like, I asked Josh a lot of stuff about punting. Like, mm-hmm. I could. There was probably so much more I had, but yeah. like, I wanted to, you know, save time and yeah, and, you know, with that. But like, how do you? How do you? How do you sort of play that sort of like is it you know sort of based off of like playbook with like scheme like yeah. what you what your job is on the field at that point in time or you know is it just more of like scheme related stuff more so yeah that is a great question um our the initial i'd say key of a linebacker would be run first so we're always playing run but most of it is just play recognition so you got to know if it is going to be a run that's another thing with film study like you got to there's a lot of tendencies they have to where you may know a run is coming or a pass, but with today's offenses, you really never yeah. know with all the trickery and the schemes they built up. But mm-hmm. um, so, in terms of running pass, like you're playing the run first, you know, and then you just got to identify kind of on the fly, you know, you just got to, from practice and things like that, you got to put in the time and really like understand like the tendencies of the offense you're playing. And then yeah. with, with that comes just the natural ability to just like you know react off the fly and things like that and then again it just comes with film study so mm-hmm. yeah film study now i make it sound a lot easier yeah. than yeah. it yeah. is knowing the person on the all. field yeah. and then too like, like the motions yeah. it's like you know you gotta you know you gotta keep you know where your eyes on where everybody's yeah. going and just make you know get make a play yeah you know, that sort of thing with everything kind of going on i'm kind of like yeah i'm kind of like dumbing it down right now but yeah there's a lot that goes into it in terms of that's I'm talking like I'm a vet. I'm not even close, man. Not even close. You have a full season under your belt. You do, yeah, yeah, I got a season. Not a rookie anymore. Yeah, not a rookie. Not a rookie. Yeah. 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 yeah, that is true. That is true. You got a full season. Yeah, that's true. And even though it is like, I forgot that question. Even it is your rookie year. Well, not rookie anymore. But uh, you know, you got you got a lot of football left. Um, is the NFL the big goal? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I've been dreaming for since I was a kid. I don't think I really gave up on it yet. 
And I feel like with the coaches we have in the team here, like, I feel like it's possible for a lot of guys on the team. For sure. Cool. Yeah. Definitely. You guys have the heart for it. So. Yeah. Totally. Do you have a favorite team growing up that translates to now, or has that <laughs> has that team changed? My favorite team is the Steelers. Because okay. of, okay. <laughs> of Trey Polamalu. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. But that man's long gone. And we okay. need like some help now. But <laughs> well, yeah, with you know Big Ben retiring and uh, you know, uh, yeah. No respect to Big Ben or disrespect to Big Ben. I think he needed to be gone a little minute ago. I, I, saw, I, what he said I, about, I agree. I saw what he said about the playoffs. He said yeah. he was yeah, the worst I, team. We ain't, we ain't supposed to be here. So I was like, like, all right, bro. Like, okay. Dip. Like, you need to get yeah. out. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with you on that. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. tough being a Steelers fan nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> with that, you got a Super but, Bowl prediction? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm going for the Bengals. Even though I'm, even though I'm from, yeah. from yeah. like, L.A. area, like. Yeah, so I might. I, just, I think if Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase got one, that would be crazy. That would be a crazy story. Like, sure. Yeah. Well, that should be a great game. Yeah. Um, that'll, be, that'll be fun. I, I mean, I'm looking at your bio right now. You say you'd like to go into real estate or uh, commercial real estate after your playing career. You think, well, I mean, why, why are you drawn to real estate uh, is a general question. But uh, what is it about real estate that uh, intrigues you? My um, grandpa is in real estate. He's a real estate agent. And he makes good money too, and I think he enjoys the job. Uh, but I just know commercial real estate—it's—it's a—it's a, it's a good market to really make profit, but also, you know, like it, it provides property for yourself as well too. Mm-hmm. And I know that the way commercial real estate works too, like it's more of like a, a long-term thing too, which I've yeah. started to learn about money is, you know, a lot of money doesn't really come instantly. So I feel like that's a good way to make profit with with that. And then uh, I think there's a real estate club here that I'm going to join pretty soon. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. cool. my knowledge on it isn't, you know, I'm just speaking on what I know. You know, I, yeah. I still got a lot to learn about it, but I think it's a good field to get into. It's a good, you know, I mean, you make good money off it too yeah. for my family. I think that's a good, too, like a good business. I do want to own a business one day and that would be a cool thing to own, cool. something like that. Yeah. Another that's question. Awesome. Another question just popped up too. Do you get like recognized on campus? You know, like you're you're a football player. No, like, no one's like, oh my god, that's Easton. No one's ever no. like, well, no, Grant, Grant's probably like that. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not like that. No. I like to establish myself as like Easton first before a football player. Okay, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Because a lot of times, like, you start to realize, like, for the vast majority, I would say, is that like, you know, just because you're a football player doesn't mean you're still a person like just everybody else. You know what I mean? Just because yeah. you play football doesn't mean yeah, anything for sure. else. So, for sure. but yeah, hopefully one day. Hopefully one day I can inspire some people, you know. <laughs> sure. That's the whole goal. I mean, it's it's I, I mean, we've had a great interview yeah. so far. I just want to say once again, thank you so much for taking thank the time you, yes, day. Come here. This has been great for, I mean, great for me, great for everyone here. It's always thank good to have an athlete come on. Someone of your caliber. I can't wait for next season. I know, man. It's go yeah. time. Man. Um, it's go time. One last, I mean, give me three words to describe how you're coming next season for Oregon State. Three words. Three words. <sighs> Dude, you put me on the spot like that. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta end on a bang See, somehow. See, now I'm thinking, like, I don't even know. Like, can't even describe it. Now I feel dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Three words. Can I give you, like, a sentence, bro? Like, you can give me a sentence. Yeah, you can sense. give me anything you want. Yeah, I just want another feeling like, towards next feel. season. I'm just going to be like, just, I'll just say, like, you know, it's... I, just, I feel like I'm putting in a lot of hard work, and I feel like next season is the the time for me you know what I mean I don't want to make any predictions it's still a competition but you know we're putting in a lot of hard work right now I'm working my butt off in the weight room on the field and I, I think it'll correlate 
when time when the time comes. Yeah, I can't time wait man. for me. There was time for me. There we go. There we go. Time yeah. for me. Yeah. 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 Ye